Okay. Good morning, everybody. Bokotov. Tov. Um, it's actually a couple of small ones today. First is Bedika, which is a little bit more halachic almost. But, uh, but uh, in the Sefer, he brings down lots of different topics. And this is actually super duper important. You already did a little Bedika. Uh, this is a different type of Bedika. This is Chayuva L- Rama. Uh, no, also a different type of Bedika. Maybe we'll get the next one. <laughs> you gotta check what you're eating, that it should not be iser, because they should have oh. Right? Before you put something in your mouth, sure it's not your brevda, that's all. I once heard him say a story of, uh, you know, like, like of the old, he used to always talk about um, 1940s and 50s, some of the quote unquote shoals in America. He said he had ra bottom, bad children as the rabbis. They weren't ra bottom, they were ra bottom. Uh, they themselves were not uh, particularly observant or they were willing to sell Yiddishkeit to keep their jobs. Um, and they weren't real leaders and they were led by mobs <laughs> uh, and, that, and assimilation. And that's what happened in the 1940s uh, and 50s in, in many out of town. Uh, places and in many weaker locations. And, um, so he used to say, this is the following story. So there's once um, a rabbi who was going to give a heksher on chocolate. Uh, and uh, he told his wife that he's giving this heksher on the chocolate. And it, the heksher was not even there yet. So, but the wife already bought the chocolate for this, for this it was going to be. So you can imagine what's going to happen. There wasn't even kasher, nothing's there yet. And she brought it home to the kids, uh, this chocolate. And the kids said to the mother, you know, Ima, this is kosher? And she said, no, but it will be. <laughs> it will be kosher. It's already like, step one, you know, like, step one. Uh, you got to be careful anything you put into your mouth. It goes right to your, to your physical bloodstream. It goes right to your spiritual bloodstream. Uh, of a prat, and especially uh, especially by bugs and by worms, it's Rabba Hamakshela Shish Harba Mini Peres Virakos, Shinimsan Bahim Tolayim. That um that you have many fruits and vegetables where you find uh worms and bugs. Rabbi Ma'amiya Aretz, Enis Harim, Vaikam Aisam, Veloy Vidika. Uh, and many Ame Ha'aretz are not careful, and they eat fruits and vegetables uh, without checking these fruits and vegetables. That they have don't have worms, thrips, aphids, mites. And guess what? I, if you, we had a few years ago, if you will check romaine, lettuce, if you will check strawberries, and you know what you're looking for, you do not need a microscope, uh, you do not need a magnifying glass, they definitely zikher a hundred percent. Many of them have bugs, mites, thrips, aphids, and all other kinds of little buggies crawling on them. In fact, uh, in fact, um, you know, if you look in the in the USDA reports, you will find they have protein in these vegetables. Uh, that that is not natural protein. Those that's because they assume you're eating uh, bugs. Also vinegar. Now, in those days, the storing... Pro- now, happens to be, if you're in the Middle East, by the way, if you're in Israel, uh, you have the, there's much more worse contamination. 
uh, of flour, of, of other things. And the reason is the humidity. Humidity is the worst. Miami, where I grew up in Miami Beach, if you had things in non-air-conditioned places, they often got infested. The humidity is a breeding ground for their eggs and all kinds of stuff there. So you have to rice. be much... What? Rice. Yeah, r- rice, flowers. Any, any kind of, you know, the, what do you call it? The lentil and any kind of, you know, I don't know what you call these kind of... Legumes. Legumes. They go nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he says if you check if you check vinegar, all you get thousands of vinegar that are not um, that are not near le'inayim, which means you'd have to actually take the vinegar, put it over cheesecloth, and then you would see it. Again, you don't need to, but you're just looking at the vinegar. The way they would store the vinegar, they would keep it outside. It wasn't refrigerated. They, you know, they would have in these barrels, and they would get they would get infested, and then then they'd propagate. You could have thousands of all kinds of little things swimming around there. Ella kishiyiten hachaymet. You would put this vinegar in the sun, out in the sunlight, and you would see them swimming around. You know, surfing. They ain't looked and the only way to get these worms out of the vinegar, it goes to those days was to, to strain them, right? Tequila, but bag it over the thick, like a cheesecloth type thing. The achar kach, lartiach agave eish, then boil it, and then do it again. The chemer pritutim, right? You think strawberries is a new thing? Ha'idu she'ish tolayim she'ef shalom tzayim ha'idavika. The strawberry, the strawberries on the top by the leaf there, that's why they cut them off always. It's, you can't even check it because they, they're, they're, they're under the leaf. Like, you can eat them, and they're, if you take the leaf thing off, you can be able to find them. They're right there by the strawberries. Um, people think it's a new thing about strawberries, right? It's that the Yerish Shemayim would not eat strawberries. And as I said, we have ways you can really take out, cut off the top and you soak it. Uh, I told you that story with, with uh, in the Acme in Philadelphia, right? Tell me again. If uh, so now, years ago, when I was in Philadelphia, uh, a friend who was the mashkiach of Acme. And the Acme in Philadelphia is like a safe way. They had a kosher bakery. Uh, I think they even had a kosher, um, I think they, they, they had a kosher butcher as well there. So it was like a major store with, with, with kosher, with serious kosher options. So this guy was a mashkiach there. And that summer, this, was, this must have been um, probably 15 years ago. Uh, that summer... There was a, uh, uh, there was a, um, a, 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 an outbreak in strawberries, and the OU pulled their hechsher on strawberries. Anything which had strawberries on it, unless it was pureed, they weren't going to give a hechsher on. Sarkeh, I mean, it was like a whole, whole, so they, what happened is Acme's under the, was, he's under the OU, so they took the strawberry shortcakes, they pulled off the OU, and they put them in the geyser section. Because they're selling non-kosher food. So they took off the OU off the strawberry shortcakes and they put it to the geisha section. So this guy tells me there's an African-American worker you know, who's working at Acme and he looks at him and says, I can't believe it. I can't believe you're feeding us your bugs. <laughs> so <laughs> I, this guy says, he says, it's not a problem. You eat strawberries anyways. Like, what do you mean? There's a whole produce section over there. What, what are you talking about? It's not it's unsafe. We don't eat it. It's not kosher for us. He says, no, man. 
I see you washing that lettuce, and I stopped eating lettuce after seeing what you guys take out of there. You're feeding us your bugs. You know? So, at the end of the day, if you really look, it's there. You know? It's so, um, yeah, so he said in those days, even in those days, strawberries, 150 years ago, people hear Shema, they didn't eat them. Again, if you, there are ways to eat them. Broccoli. Uh, oh, you didn't have broccoli. I don't think they had broccoli in Europe in those days. Okay. Uh, uh, right, different cups of uh, unless it's really done, done, done well, uh, uh, and we don't we don't eat available trefas, and we're very careful. Even if all the gold and silver, it's not worth it. People tell me they go to business meeting and eat salad. So what a crazy, such a crazy eating salad. You think you're eating kosher? Some in some trefa restaurant eating salad, eating bugs is what you're eating. Eating little, you're eating zikr, eating bugs. Uh, you know, pro, you know, it could be, uh, I don't know, give anyone any ideas. There's, there's even things that you know is trafe is probably better sometimes. The uh, imirtsa, now obviously, if you have Israeli salad, it's, if it's cucumbers and tomatoes, the issues are much less than if it's an American salad with uh, all kinds of other chazarai in there, like lettuce, which is not Jacksonville. Better to have. Lose your job, get terrible punishments, and don't eat bugs. Don't eat shreif. Uh, it's for whatever reason people who, people think it's like the very religious and the very pious. They're careful about this. But other people seem to say, you know, whatever it is, they don't. They don't. They, um, what you don't see, you don't know. Right. It's not. In your, it's not in your face. Uh, with one tolas and you're eating in a mala and you should eat five lot five you get five laven. so many now it happens to be what's, what's interesting though is if it's bottle in the food, it would be okay. But why is it not bottle? Because they're whole. Because so, of um, there's no bit, there's no bittle uh, on that. Uh, but that's only iser right? Because when they rice, that's bottle. So it's actually the, the main iser of lavin is if you eat it by itself, uh, uh, right? You can eat hundreds of bugs. That's just the crazy thing. Basically, you get terrible things. Therefore, you saw Kedoshim writes in this Gedurim Upurushim. You should be careful what you're eating. Person, you see a strawberry shortcake, you get all excited, and there's whole strawberries on top of it. Hey, for what are you, what are you gaining? Listen, Yitzchak, I'm answering a question. How much can I offer you to have a nice piece of uh, bread? It's so worth it to you. A few pieces of bread. A million dollars. You get mm-hmm. sick? Sure. Would you get sick right away? No. I need it for a million dollars. Right. <laughs> what if I... <laughs> He's not... Because he won't die from it. No. He's not diabetic. It's not like, you know, a diabetic, you have a big sh- sugary cake. What happened to them? They go... They can get... You know, yours is just a basic. It will wore down your, your body, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, celiac, I mean, all these sort of things. It's just damage. There's a certain amount that actually is okay, but nobody knows the amount. Right. right. <laughs> if I'd offer you a daily dose... No, you wouldn't do it. You want anything you want to 
people want to hurt their body. People all kinds of reality. If you're, you know, probably a diabetic, if you're, like, you're, not, you're killing yourself. It's not worth it. At the end of the day, you know, the, to eat, uh, you know, people give me bucks. Someone give me boxer. You know, boxer. That character, that boxer, it's filled with bugs. You gotta check it well, right? Boxer, we didn't go. You know, go up with two bishvats. You know, boxer. So how did Rav Shimon Bar Yochai have that out here? the old. I got it. Someone mailed it to me. They gave, they, right? They saw him and gave me a thing from Onat. So I think a boxer. You know, it's the carob, the old, but not the carob, like the, the the hard carob, but you know, dried out. Uh, it smells. It tastes good, but it smells like feet. Is that, is that the thing that smells? Um, so, but person, you have to be careful to be Kaddish and, and separate themselves from any Yisrim actually. There's even a Chazal that said that Jews got people got out of Mitzrayim because they didn't do this. Mazar Yisr Kazarakia. Right? We know that the Hanani, Mishal, Azariah, those, anyone who learns the book of Daniel, why did they, what was their glow from? That in the house of Nebuchadnezzar, they fed, they fed the Jewish kids Chazar. You could have said it was Pekuach Nefesh, they were in the house of Nebuchadnezzar. They're away from home. They didn't have a diet. They were, right? Obviously, if it's if you're, if you're going to starve to death, you're allowed to eat shrave. They themselves only subsisted on a diet of nuts, uh, and they they shown and their brilliance was uh, the greater. The Shami Inam Elokim Tel Brachos. They brought him just kosher food. He wouldn't need the food over there. Where the, the, the camps? Yeah. yeah, he wouldn't need the shrave. That's right. Yeah. Okay, that's Vedika. Next little small topic is Geula. There's not. This may be a little small paragraph. But it's one of the Ikri Abuna is Geula Tialana Bimheravi Ameno Ame. We should have the Geula immediately, soon, speedily. You know, we, we live in America, we think we're here forever. Uh, we talk like we're, we're here forever. We, we, you know, we, we need to live in the world. But to believe that and to believe in the Geula and to wait for the Geula is from the Ikri Amuna. So, Ikri Adasvi Akasvina Sha'ila. So, Hashem is going to ask us. I always say, Hashem is so kind. Hey, I'm not as kind as Hashem. I give a final. I teach me. I teach the girls once a week, twelfth uh, and eleventh, twelfth grade, Jewish history. I don't tell them the questions. You think I have a final? I tell them the questions. Say so know all the information. Hashem, we have a whole Torah. He says, "Here's the questions you asked at the end of time." Now you gotta keep the whole Torah, but you know the questions you asked, right? And one question number three is Sipisa. Yeshua. Right? Did you wait for the Yeshua? Umisimani uh, hamaimin. Is mitzapli Yeshua Shual Kodavar Shemendaber Lamarchik Omer Yerimah? No, a maimon waits. Why would you wait? If I told you you're going to become a billionaire, yeah. a billionaire, soon you're going to become a billionaire. Okay. Every day you'd wake up, when are you becoming a billionaire? You, 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 like, yeah, they take. You say, oh, when's that day coming? When am I going to become a billionaire? Mislimani Amar Mitzapli Yeshua Hu Shal Kodavar Shemendaber Lamarchik Omer Yerimah Hakadosh Baruch Hu Atzmiach Karen. Yeshua Mikodim, right? Yeshmiyatzmiach Karen Yeshua Mikodim. That that Yeshua should come Mikodim. That that you should have that salvation, that good thing should come Mikodim. Eventually, Yivne Batim Rabim Chazakim Ba'alios Muvachem B'Tziure Ufeturi Tzitzim Be'Eretz Nichya Himishu Nachon Libo Batuach Yoshev Umetzape Midiyom Biyomo. Don't get yourself. Right, right. You wait. If I'm gonna tell you I'm a billionaire, you know, let me ask you a question. Okay, so you gotta, it, 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 there's two prongs. You need to, you need to. Anyone who sits there in the corner and doesn't work, doesn't save their money, I would say, 
is lying to themselves. But you know, maybe the Chavetz Chaim, who really, really believed in, a, in, in the Geula coming, who lived that way in every aspect of his life. But for you and I, we, 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 we you know, you got to make a plan. So you got to prepare retirement. You got to get a pension. You got to get a job. You got to plan accordingly. But at the same time, you know, it should come any moment. You should be waiting, right? Again, waiting. If somebody, God forbid, has a sick relative, dying sick relative, and the solution to their sickness, they're working on a cure. Mm-hmm. And you know that any day that cure could be ready. You don't think every day you say, is this today the day? Perhaps this is the day this relative will get better. Right? Because you, and you know 100% that you're told, right? Um, so you're Yoishivu Matsape, Mide Yom Biyomo, every single, uh, every single day. We'll come to the base of Migdash. We won't, you know, think we're going to live in Eretz Hatzimea. You know, I once saw the Chazan Ish. If you're in Chutzlar, it's still that way. I want the Chazan Ish. They told him in 1948 that the Kosel, that, that they took over the, at the end of the War of Independence, right, the last couple of weeks, one of the major battles was the battle for Jerusalem. And they were trying to defend the old city. Uh, and the Jordanian legion, the, the Arab legion, got into the old city. Really, at the end of... Like, they lost a lot of Jews trying to defend the old city. Uh, and they lost it. And right before... They, 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 you know, there was a lot of jockeying between all the different factions when the final law... Like, people think that the, the final lines, the 1948 armistice lines, like it was written in some stone somewhere. No, it's basically wherever they were when the war ended, yeah. that's what you got to keep, Right? So when you talk about, like, you know, President Obama, that bum, the, the last thing, I mean, I'm not going to tell you, like him, you don't like him, this, I'm not here. The, the last like things him. he did, no, this is and the last things he did, it, 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 it was to say that if you dominate at the coastal, you're in, in occupied territory. In the, in the UN. In the UN. Right? He was a Sony Israel. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. But the point is, to, you know what? It's occupied territory, the coastal. That was his last kiss with Kerry for the Jewish people. The last thing he does is to, to go to the UN, uh, you know, and, and, and Trump was actually, it was already elected at that point, it was doing the, the, the right, we, we basically was campaigning that no, right, for England and all these places not to give in to this. But, you know, but the point is like this, you know why the coastal was quote-unquote occupied territory? You know, the 1940s, there was nothing like any international decision. There was the armistice lines, <laughs> You know, and a week or two before they got kicked out of the old city, they basically kicked. They made the old city Union Rhine. They kicked all the Jews out. They took over Harzeh. They, they basically and they, they forcibly you know kicked out every Jew. Not like the, the us. We kept in all any Arab who was there. We kept them in Kamat, right? Yeah, okay, they scared people off in the north because they felt the security threats and that becomes. But they can't, they, there are plenty of Arabs in Jaffa and in the Galil all over the, the Triangle, Umal Fayed, right? The, the arms is line is decided by what? By where, the, where ends it? So, but we lost to the Kaitel. And they came to the Chazanish. And they told them what happened. Because right? within two weeks, the war would end. This, uh, this is 19, actually 1949 already, right? It wasn't 48. No, no. So Chazanish said, he wasn't talking about the, the battle for the old city. He said, you know, it could be we lost the Kosal because we forgot about the other three walls. <laughs> we were so happy having a Kosal. That we weren't davening for a base of Mikdash. Mm. You go to the Kaisel and you daven and you, you enjoy it. We're satisfied. Right? But when you don't have anything, when you're lacking, sometimes you, then you cry out to Hashem. 
Right? It could be we got we lost, you know. So to make sure Ramana says, we're not done yet. Uh, 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 then right after that they got it? They did not get it until nineteen sixty seven. Oh, they lost the coast oh, they right. lost the coastal for the next nineteen oh, that, years. That's right, that's right. Uh, uh, um uh, Right, and the fact is, in this physical world, there's no guarantees. You're not spiritually safe. You're not physically safe. Nothing is set. It's, you know, you can, you can cross the street tomorrow. God forbid, a person says something happens to somebody. You know, uh, the, the 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 markets. You know, the, everything in life is, is volatile. Right, all our only goal really in this world is to do nachas So. The truth is, the main reason why we serve Hashem, or we wait for the Gula, is that we should get close to HaKadosh Baruch not because we want to wave a flag or physical independence, which is all good. But the real, the real reason we want to serve Hashem, right, uh, if you are, you know, uh, um, when you get married, if I could just give a crude uh, analogy, when you get married, the main reason you get married is not for the physical pleasure that marriage could offer. It's part of marriage, and mm-hmm. it's an important part of marriage. You marry somebody for the bond, for the relationship, for the togetherness, right? The main reason we have Mashiach is not phys- purely that we should be physically safe and in good houses. And, and the main reason we want Mashiach is for the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? It's not simply for the physical reality. Anyone who's getting married just for that is missing what marriage is, Right? Uh, so the same thing is serving Hashem. We're waiting for that connection uh, because we want to be close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And Ekigadotzar Shemayim. And the truth is, is uh, kabbalistically, uh, we saw actually from the, in the beginning of Brachas that as long as we're in exile, right? We're like you know when you see a child, any parent who sees a child suffering, right? The biggest the parent suffers with the child. Every time the child suffers, the parents suffer. So also we wait for the gula. Um, so, because the, the pain of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, watching us suffer, like every time, I'll be honest, I see a marriage section in the J News, in Lager, I don't know what you're giving me, this thing kills me over there, I, I see like, you know, deviants marrying each other, uh, Jews marrying all kinds of Buddhists and Hindus and Catholics and Christians, you know, I think that Hashem, these are Hashem's children, this is, you know, they're, they, they, they're, they're so lost in the exile, and it pains me. It pains me. I don't have no, I have no wonder. It pains me that my brothers and sisters are so far from Hashem's Torah, right? Can you imagine the pain every time Hashem sees the Janus? Right, don't give it to Hashem, right? Uh, do you imagine the pain Hashem sees if he sees the Janus? You know, and Hashem sees not only the Janus, he sees a Janus in London and in New York, and in LA, LA Jewish Journal, they filled with things that Mitzarak Ashbarko. The answer for all that is Mashiach is the Gula, not because we, we'll, we'll be physically safe, but when we're spiritually healthy, right, we'll serve Hashem like we're supposed to, and I'm Hashem's people as well. So, just, so the Gula, just for ourselves, but what we need to take out is to live with the reality of the Gula. When we live with the reality that Gula can come, that tomorrow we're going to be a billionaire, that our sick relative can better, we dive in. Differently, when we daven in Shemona Esrei, when we do benching, when we live in the reality, when we live with that reality differently, we act differently, and we daven differently. We should see 
the Gula Shleim of Hashem.